Hi, I'm Andy Moore, your Friday host of the 8 O'Clock Buzz. Thanks for spending your mornings with us. We love bringing you this blend of art and music and news and politics and, and more. In return, we ask that you spend a little to support this show. And it's easy. Go to wortfm.org slash donate. We're going to talk now with Steve Tweed, who I, you know, is the head of the Madison Tuba Christmas. Yes, is correct. that correct? Coordinator, yes. yes. Coordinator, sure, yep. sure. Well, you can be an emperor here or sure. something if you Whatever like. Whatever you want to call me, that's fine. <laughs> um, and this is an event that is not just localized to Madison. This no, is it's, happening it's everywhere. countrywide and, and worldwide. Yeah, so yeah. how did it get started? And, and It got started by Harvey Phillips uh, 50 years ago. This is the 50th anniversary of Tuba Christmas. All right. So he and his, his friend wrote some carols for tubas and euphoniums because we didn't have that kind of thing in our repertoire as much. Mm -hmm. Then he wanted to feature the low brass, you know, for the holidays. So where did the first one take place? It was in Chicago, I think in 1977. Well, it was 50 years ago, so 73. 73, yeah. And actually Bob Kaiser, who's playing with us us this morning, was at that first Mm. tuba Christmas. Oh, fantastic. Yeah, that's a unique fact. (laughs) Now, some listeners know I play the French horn, which has a much, much tinier mouthpiece, I'll say, but I do, like, Dave Spies from this ensemble has loaned me a euphonium, so I usually take a week or two in December. Leading up to early December right, to, be try to, Christmas. to try to uh, uh, try to get in in shape enough to to not be a detriment when that's I right, contribute because everybody's <laughs> welcome whether yes. you can play one note or all the notes so and know? it's a Anybody, great event for it doesn't matter your age yeah folks so. who played as kids and or young adults and have had a horn in the closet for a while exactly. you know it doesn't take that much to get it right. you know dust it off and come join us so, so I know every year you track the oldest player and the youngest player and it's always a really good range it is I think the youngest we've ever had is is uh, six or seven and the oldest is in his 90s um my father was usually the oldest and he's 90 so <laughs> he can't make this year so somebody else will take the the record take that. yeah <laughs> get the good chair if That's you're right. the oldest yes yep. you get the first chair <laughs> um and this takes place next weekend next saturday, on saturday the 9th yep. yes uh, the concert's at 2 30 in the capitol on the second floor of the rotunda and we practice registration starts at noon at the first united methodist church at mm-hmm. 203 wisconsin we rehearse at 1 o'clock for an hour, and then we have a half hour to move from the church to the Capitol, and we give our concert for 45 minutes to an hour. Yeah. Jonathan, have you ever uh, experienced I've not been. this? I've not been. You are a it's person a who likes experience. really you know, interesting and unique um, acoustics, and yes. acoustical properties of the Capitol Dome yeah. are it's, really yeah, something. because it's all yeah. hard marble. So yeah. as soon as you stop the last note, it doesn't stop. Yeah. <laughs> right. <laughs> I'm curious about the arrangements about like uh, how far you get out of the typical range of a tuba in order to accommodate. Uh, not not the at all, because there's two different tuba parts. There's a high oh, tuba there's one just two. and two, so and then okay. there's two euphonium parts. Oh, okay, and they're all within our normal range. Okay, you know, for most of us that that play tuba, you know, a lot. Yeah. So so does it make everything vibrate? That's a lot of low frequencies sometimes uh, yeah you yeah. can feel it you can feel yeah. it yeah it might have medicinal properties <laughs> that's right it could yeah, yeah what's the loosen. largest what's the largest size group you've had in Madison? um i think we had 183 um yeah. a couple years ago last year was 160 something i forget the exact number you see but i i i'm planning on 200 this year so we'll see you see listeners out there this is we are not just like you know messing around here no. this is like this I mean, is it's not the largest serious. in the country like dallas has 400 chicago mm. has 600 you know but but madison being the size we are approaching 200 that's really really good i think <laughs> when i started this we we got 40 to 60 yeah. so and i've this is i started in 2001 
It, is this no. a phenomenon that happens for other instruments? Because I've not heard of it. There's not a clarinet. I don't believe so. You know, a button, there's not a hundred clarinet players getting all together. I don't think so. And yeah. forbidding any other There's, a, there's a joke about trumpet Christmas. You know, everybody <laughs> wants to play the high part. Yeah. So. <laughs> there was, Madison had two, twice in the last five or so years a uh, horns aplenty version yeah. but i will say and I, you yeah. know i'm a horn player and we're supposed to be snobby toward the tubas but you know <laughs> horns aplenty fielded maybe 30 people and right. um yeah tuba christmas really is where it's, it's a at, big deal and yeah. actually the 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 horn mm-hmm. as the french horn is often yes. called uh is is the most persnickety of the brass right is that right is the most oh, I, oh don't, yeah. I don't want to say that on the radio he can say but. that it's all right yes <laughs> i'll speak for us yes. by, by just gross generalization <laughs> yes right gross generalization. yeah yes, they are the would, most uh, yep. uh, uh often the most the tightly yes tightly wound brass yes. players yes yeah. but you know i've um i've learned to grow past that i mostly play klezmer and activist marching band music you so you yeah. know yeah. we're not all and and what is the what's the uh scuttle what, what's the down low on the tuba player as a broad generalization like maybe by what is a tuba player joke for instance that oh plays boy a, i don't know what's a tuba for right it's a piece of wood but, <laughs> tuba glue, you know. there you go that's good i'm not sure i'm learning anything about tuba players but i'm laughing that's our right. high school yeah. pep band cheer was give me a ba ba give me another ba ba what does that spell Baba, tuba, tuba. tuba. <laughs> <laughs> there we go. Yes. So Tuba's, you know, tuba players range in, you know, all the gamut. So you can't really put them in one little pocket. <laughs> well, that's true. I mean, of anybody that's thinking right. reasonably in life, but you know, right. when we when we have our broad generalizations and stereotypes, then loud and boisterous. Yes. Yeah. Oh, okay. Yes. There you go. Thanks. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, well, again, you know, if you are a low brass player or low brass adjacent and are interested in being actually a part of the performance, that will happen on Saturday. Um, registration is from 12 to 1 and then 1, yep. 1 o'clock rehearsal at First United Methodist Church, which is just off Capitol Square. And then everyone just um, schleps across the street to the state capitol. Everyone is welcome to come to the performance, which is free next Saturday, December 9th. 2.30 p.m. in the Capitol Rotunda. Um, Steve, thank you so much. And let's thank, I want to thank again all of the players who are with us because um, after their next tune, they're going to be sort of packing up and getting on with their Friday. We have um, Steve Tweed with us, of course, Dave Braun, David Spees, David Wolpert, lots of Daves in this group, <laughs> Don Deal, Bob Kaiser, Chris Fiel, and Robert Wiley Deal. So right. big I thanks want, to all of them. I want yes. to say one thing. Uh, Dr. Don Deal, who's playing this morning, is our conductor. And we have a guest conductor who Mike Lacrone. Mike so Lacrone, all he's right. Come so and guest conduct maybe a piece or two. Are you going to stick so. Mike on a on a ladder way off to the side like the assistant conductor? I don't like think so because I'm afraid he'll did? fall over the rotunda. Oh yeah, we can't so have we that. Wanna, we so. don't have the rope and the, you know, the, the flying apparatus for him. So, so a star-studded event coming right. up next weekend. We wanted to feature it this week. So if you're thinking of playing, you have time like me to um to to work on your work on your exactly. tuba or euphonium chops for Get this um, event. Going. So, um, I'm going to see if. Maybe Ankara has some music to play you back to your room so we can get set for one more tune from your ensemble. And I'm going to leave it to Jonathan for a second here to, you know, actually, you know your way back to your room, Steve. We're going to send you back to the vinyl <laughs> library, which is where all the low brass magic yeah, happens. Yeah, this is quite a production. We've got Aaron and Tom on the sound this morning, <laughs> Will on the board over here, and uh, Ankara, of course, is a DJ and uh, eight tuba players. So it's it's quite the production. And if you've been enjoying it, then please uh, show us by 
by uh, calling 608-256-2001, extension 1, uh, or go online at wrtfm.org. All right, we've got another bell to ring here. We have an anonymous donor, and she says... I love all wart shows, uh, but one. So, all right. We'll just leave it. All right. That's and leave good. it at that. <laughs> she says, I love Mozart's horn concertos. Is there a concerto or other piece that shows the tuba, sousaphones, euphonium some love? So I will say, um, now I'm I'm the French horn player here representing this question. Um, a, there are some arrangements of horn concertos for tubas. So I believe I have heard a tuba play one of the Mozart horn concertos, as well as the Brahms trio for horn, uh, violin, and piano. Um, the Vaughn Williams tuba concerto, I think everyone in the next room would agree, is like the the big um, the big kahuna for um, tuba concertos. If you're going to hear one with a big symphony orchestra, it probably will be that. What I remember from my history of the of the heyday of what we call classical music now is that the more unusual instruments would get a piece written for them when some very wealthy or influential or somebody in the monarchy who played an instrument, you know, maybe uh, for you know, as sort of a uh, less professionally, but played it, and then they would commission uh, a work. So I don't know if there was like a king who was a tuba player or, oh, a, or a duke question. or something. Oh, that's well, that's how those things came to be sometimes. I have a feeling in the vinyl library without microphones, everyone is chiming in to correct us on some of our <laughs> answers here. <laughs> it's a good here. thing we put them in another room. <laughs> but I will say, having gone through uh, music school and being friends with a lot of composers, um, there's a lot of really cool contemporary classical music written for tuba players. And my theory on that is that from being a student who played a lot of music written by student composers is that, you know, the violinists have hundreds of years of really beloved repertoire to work on. They have so much. Um, brass players, horn players have a little more than tuba, but brass players, saxophone players, tuba players, percussionists often, they weren't being featured in the 1700s as soloists. There's less solo repertoire, and so I have found that folks who play those instruments are are really open to working on contemporary music, new things, um, experimenting, all of that. So that's yeah. a really wonderful aspect. Well, we should get them out so that they can get their cars off the curb before 9 a.m. Of course, we promised they would be able to move their cars by 9 a.m., and we are going to turn it over for one last performance by our Tuba Christmas All-Stars. Thank you. 